You're listening to Too Much on Her Plate, the podcast for smart, busy women who are tired of running on the hamster wheel and are ready to create freedom from overeating and emotional eating. I'm your host, clinical psychologist, author, and a smart, busy woman too, Dr. Melissa McCreary. Hello, I am so excited about this episode. I just ended a coaching call with a client and I am really fired up about something. So I wanted to record this episode for you because I'm thinking maybe you might need to hear this too. See, so often when we're trying to do something like stop overeating or break habits with emotional eating and we just can't do it, it's because we're trying to succeed by focusing on exactly the wrong things. It sounds crazy, but it's true. And it is especially true for high achievers. I mean, think about it. You're used to succeeding. And if you aren't succeeding in this one area of your life, then it's probably because your GPS, your internal GPS, has been set up to take you in the wrong direction. And if you're stubborn, or if you're entrenched in a diet culture that tells you that the only reason you haven't hit your goal is you that it's all your fault, then you're probably stuck in a pattern where you're endlessly trying the same thing except harder, right? Like a hamster wheel, endlessly trying the same thing harder, getting more frustrated, getting less confident every time you go through the cycle. So stop. Let's just stop. Okay, this is the moment where I am going to help you and your GPS do some recalculating. We're going to recalculate your GPS and the direction that you are aiming in. Because if you want to stop emotional eating and overeating, it's self-compassion. Self-compassion is a muscle that you need to strengthen. Probably the muscle. I'll bet on that. Self-compassion is not only that important. Self-compassion is probably more bigger than you probably think it is. So here's a definition we'll start with for self-compassion. Self-compassion is the ability to turn understanding, acceptance, and love inward. Understanding, compassion, and love. Understanding, compassion, and love, not flimsy substitutions for these things. So self-compassion isn't fluff. It isn't cotton candy. And by that, I mean, it's not a flashy, insubstantial choice that you make that feels good or distracting in the moment, but then leaves you feeling like crap with a sugar crash at the end. Self-compassion isn't always the easy answers. It's not numbing or scrolling or avoiding your feelings because you had a hard day. It's not denying yourself what you really need because you're too tired and because it can wait till tomorrow. And true self-compassion isn't a pint of ice cream that you eat on the couch at the end of the day because the entire day has been taking care of everybody else and nothing has been about you. Now, here's a side note. That pint of ice cream, it might be an attempt at self-compassion, but it isn't real self-compassion. And freedom from overeating and peace with food, they depend on you rediscovering what real self-compassion looks like, and what it feels like for you. Self-compassion is a strength, and it's your power tool against mindless eating or emotional eating, against binging, or against any choice with food that just isn't a good and helpful one for you. Self-compassion isn't extra. It is strength. It is respect 
and heartfelt understanding. Self-compassion is the foundation of the unstoppable version of you that creates the success that you want. And here's another side note. You've probably been told that the foundation for success with your eating and your weight is endless effort and discipline and hard work. That's not true. In fact, those things that believe that that is the foundation of success is probably one of the chief reasons that you haven't seen the lasting results that you've wanted. When you nurture your ability to have compassion for yourself, your spirit of self-compassion and her voice, they become the coach inside your head who will gently and firmly and persistently guide you where you most want and where you most deserve to go. Your self-compassion and her voice, they become the coach that help you get this thing done. Self-compassion is what you use to fulfill your dreams for yourself. Remember, understanding, compassion, and love focused inward, that self-compassion. Understanding compassion and love will take you so much further than that inner drill sergeant that diet culture has taught you to attack yourself with. Self-compassion talks to you so much differently than that inner drill sergeant. She believes in you and reminds you of what you're capable of when you don't believe it. She's the one who says to you in your ear, you can do this. Self-compassion holds your goals and your desires as valuable and important. And she reminds you why you need to do the hard thing, if there is a hard thing to do. Self-compassion is a voice that says, this is important to you. You deserve to succeed at this. Self-compassion talks to you with love and firmness and speaks in the voice that you use with the people that you love the most. Self-compassion reminds you that you are worth loving too. You are worth speaking that way too as well, right? She reminds you that, yes, there's a reason you've been overeating and you deserve better. And yes, you're human and you're imperfect and that's incredibly okay. And it doesn't mean that you've ruined anything. When you avoid what you need, when you waver or hesitate to take the action that you promised yourself, or when you're not giving yourself what you deserve, because sometimes it's hard or scary or uncomfortable. I mean, let's face it, a lot of the times it's hard or scary or uncomfortable to change or to do new things or to think new thoughts. When you find yourself in that place, self-compassion is firm and kind. She's not cruel or disrespectful but she holds your desires as valuable. Self-compassion is not the voice in your head that urges you to numb out or to doom scroll or avoid or just go ahead and eat it because you've already ruined your plans. You haven't. And self-compassion is that voice that reminds you why you're doing these hard or these unfamiliar things that feel so awkward and where you feel so unsure of yourself. Sometimes your self-compassion is a taskmaster who holds you accountable to you because you are important. She says things like, you said you'd do this because it's important to you. You would do it for anyone else. You can get through this tough spot. I'm holding you to this commitment because it's important for your future self. Take a deep breath and let's go. She doesn't leave you alone to struggle. Self-compassion is tough and patient and kind. 
when you falter or you have a bad day, self-compassion talks you off the wall of perfectionism that can then lead to you being too hard on yourself and more overeating and starting over and that whole big vicious cycle, right? Self-compassion asks you, what can you learn from this? Self-compassion will encourage you to learn from your most imperfect moments and transform your not-so-good days into experiences that will lead to more success in the future. When you lose hope, she encourages you and cheers you on and loves you. When you're tired, she respects your need for rest and helps you honor it. When you lose momentum, she guides you to see your progress. You've made progress. She helps you follow the breadcrumbs of what you've already accomplished, teaches you new ways of rewarding yourself instead of chocolate or chips, and helps you remember that you are so much more than a number on the scale. And so are your results. Self-compassion is reasonable. She challenges your unrealistic expectations for yourself. She sees the value of doable steps when you are discrediting them. And she helps you stack small successes into towers, small steps into towers that reach to your goals, that help you get to your desires. Self-compassion manages the distance between where you are now and that goal you have of freedom from overeating and peace with food. She walks with you as you move forward one step at a time. And she speaks encouragement in your ear instead of allowing you to focus on the unhelpful things. Your inner voice is so powerful. And that inner voice can move you forward or it can hold you back. And most of us have had more experience or we're more familiar anyway with that inner voice that holds us back or talks us down or keeps us small. When you cultivate and lean into self-compassion, when you work on strengthening your self-compassion muscle, she becomes your inner coach. So if all of this sounds divine, but it also feels like there is this big blank empty spot inside of you where that self-compassion is supposed to be living, what are you supposed to do? Get curious. Ask yourself what advice you'd give a loved one, someone that you already feel compassion for. What would you do if you wanted to tone a different muscle, if it wasn't your self-compassion muscle, but it was a different muscle that you wanted to work on? You'd probably focus on it. Maybe you'd join a program or you'd create a daily practice or a routine. Maybe you'd hire a coach or a trainer Maybe you'd find a community that has the same goals. Maybe you'd create some reminders to remind yourself to keep thinking about and working on and focusing on that muscle. Self-compassion is a muscle and you do have it. It might be weak, but you have it. Lean into your desire to do it differently. Start recognizing the hamster wheel, that pattern of doing the same old things and pushing yourself harder and start to envision a new hamster wheel that is fueled by self-compassion. Know and remind yourself that doing the same old things only creates the same old results. Listen closely to yourself. Be willing to try and make mistakes. Take small steps. Remember that definition of self-compassion, understanding, acceptance, and love turned inward understanding, acceptance, and love. They're the ingredients of self-compassion. And self-compassion is the foundation for creating freedom from overeating. 
Because remember, overeating and emotional eating happen when you're using food to address something else you really need. What would change for you if you upped the understanding, the acceptance, and the love that you are receiving from yourself? What would you do differently? What needs and what desires would you feed or nourish differently? What's one step you can take today? One step that you can take, not a aspirational, big, huge, giant step, but one step that you can actually take today to show yourself some understanding, acceptance, and love. Pick one step and then use your self-compassion muscle to push yourself to take it. You've got this. If you're ready to lose your overeating and emotional eating habits, and you are ready to step into a relationship with food that fits you, one that doesn't rely on willpower and deprivation, then now is the time to join your missing piece. Enrollment is open, and this is the perfect time to join me. Go to toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, or just click on the link in the show notes. Your Missing Piece is the program where I show you step-by-step how to create freedom from overeating with a unique combination of psychologist-designed, personalized work-with-me, coaching, and smart strategy. You'll learn how to reclaim your power, ditch the diets, and create results that are built to last. Check it all out at toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, and I'll see you inside.